Hi, you're listening to the Abundant Encounters podcast, and this is Mary Marsingill. We're so honored to have you. And just quickly, before we get started, I wanted to remind you to rate this podcast and give positive reviews anywhere you're listening, Apple, Google, and others. Just talk about what you're experiencing, or especially any encounters that you felt like you had during an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could take five seconds right now to pray for our podcast and ministry to succeed. Five seconds might not sound like much, but we believe that our collective prayers will make a massive difference and protect and prosper these ministries' efforts to glorify and exalt Jesus. Our hope is simple, that people have real encounters with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Please join us now for just five seconds to pray. Thank you so much. Here's Josh. I just want to thank you as well. Thanks for joining us. And let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your desire to connect with us, to spend time with us. Thank you for the authority that you gave us to bind up distractions. I do that right now in Jesus' name. I bind up anything, hit trash, anything that would distract us from what you want to do to here today through this ministry. And um, Lord, thank you. And I, we ask that you would just go ahead and release heaven all around us, a hedge of protection around us, all of it, Lord. We, we need it all. Anything you're offering, we want it, Lord, because we want to honor you in that. Bless us in Jesus' name. Great. Yes, today we're going to continue in Luke 21. We're going to be reading from the Mirror Bible. The Mirror Bible, as I've said many times, is just a wonderful app. There's great uh, commentary in there that I think is very stirring and important for us to experience as Christians. So I want to encourage you to consider grabbing that app from the app store of your choice. Um, And I do that because they give us permission to use it, and we just appreciate that. All right, so we'll get started now in Luke 20. Sitting in the temple, Jesus looked up and observed rich people casting their money into the treasury. He also noticed an extremely poor, starving widow adding two thin metal coins, the smallest denomination. He responded and said, Truly this poor widow has given more than any of the others. They gave out of their bounty. She gave in a complete different currency. She gave out of her extreme poverty, abandoning her entire livelihood to God in total trust. Some of his followers commented on the beautiful and expensive architectural cosmetics decorating the temple, obviously from the monies collected as offerings to God in the treasury. To which Jesus responded, these very structures you admire today will one day be reduced to rubble. His disciples were very keen to know when this would be and what sign they should look out for in advance. 
and he said to them to be on the alert, not to be led adrift. There will be many voices disguised in my name claiming to be the Messiah of the moment. In extreme time, pseudo-saviors will emerge with counterfeit and alternative ideas to offer, so-called escape. Do not let the rumors of wars and the instability of the times distract you with fear. These things are bound to happen, but it's not the end of the world. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be massive earthquakes in various places, and famines and plagues, also terrors and ominous signs in the heavens. In the meantime, they will abuse and persecute you. They will attack you in their synagogues and put you in prison. And because of your association with me, they'll bring you before kings and governors. And this will all turn into strategic opportunities for you to give testimony. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You won't need to waste a moment to prepare a speech or worry about what to say or how to defend yourself. For I fill your mouth with wisdom which none of your accusers will be able to oppose or contradict. You might even be betrayed by your own parents, siblings, relatives, and friends. Some will wish you dead. And you will be hated by all because of my name. Not even a single hair on your head will be lost. And your conscious, undisturbed, abiding, and seamless union with your source take immediate ownership of your souls. When you see Jerusalem being encircled by armies, then realize that her desolation is imminent. Then those who are in Judea must escape into the hills. Those who are in the city must flee. And those who are out in the country must stay away from the city. These are the days when the source of righteousness is fully realized, as predicted in Scripture. Not one will escape these days, even the pregnant women and those with nursing babies. They, along with everyone else, find nowhere to hide from the great necessity imposed by the circumstances upon the land and the grasp of the extended reach. The incarnate prophetic word in the mouth of the Messiah, like a soldier's sword, will thrust these down on their lofty heights of self-righteousness and arrest them at spear point to be dispersed into all the nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by nations until the time of the nations are fulfilled. Numerous signs will be observed in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth the nations will flee, squeezed into a claustrophobic cul-de-sac corner with nowhere to go, while even the waves of the sea threaten to rage over them like a tsunami wave. With the human race gasping for their breath and fleeing from fear, desperate to escape its clutches, this is the urgent expectation of the global community, the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man come in a cloud with power and much magnificence. When these things become apparent, 
Then leap to your feet and lift up your heads in triumph. Your redemption is at hand. He then gave them the following example. Consider a fig tree along with all the other trees. As soon as the leaves begin to show, you know that summer has come. Mirrored in this same parallel, the kingdom of heaven is evident whenever these things happen. And believe me, it will surely happen, also in this present generation. Seasons will come and go, as witnessed in sky and land, yet my words will always be current and relevant. Habitually fine-tune your ears to always resonate with your inner self. Don't become a worry addict. Never ever allow the anxieties of the physical world to intoxicate you and overload you with distractions. The typical effect of that would be like someone suffering from a hangover. By not living in sync with your heart's harmony, leaves you vulnerable to be suddenly snared like a bird. Everyone on the planet faces the same contradictions and opportunities to be snared in fear. Therefore remain wide awake in every situation and season, fully focused to prevail in strength in order to effectively escape everything that seems to be on the horizon of things happening in the world. This place of escape is not in how far removed you can be from a problem, but in realizing that you have already been made to stand, safe and unharmed, seamlessly mirrored in the Son of Man. This is your escape. Become fully acquainted with this place of your face-to-faceness. Jesus continued to daily teach in the temple while he spent his nights out in the open on the Mount of Olives. At first light, early mornings, all the people would gather in the temple to hear him. This is a profound translation of these powerful and somewhat disturbing scriptures. It's um, commonly used, unfortunately, to manipulate others. Um, these end times uh, statements and, um, and the like are often misused, but what we see, especially in this translation, is the continuation of Jesus's ministry. He hasn't suddenly changed gears to scare everybody and run everyone off. He has, he is taking this time, it says nightly, I love that, those last couple of scriptures that give you this picture of where Jesus is spending time on these topics with his disciples and others. Um, so that they can get deep in the understanding. In this entire chapter, he's laying this this out. And um, if you if you can see it in that way, in that light, then it's a continuation of all the talks that he's been given, all the teachings. Um, and it's not something new. What Jesus is laying out is this um, helpful understanding that hey, what you've got is what it's going to take. I'm uh, 42 years old um, as I'm recording this, and um, you know, one thing that I can definitely say has been completely consistent in my life since um, I was actually born in 1979, 
and um, not that I remember way back then, but I do remember the 80s being very, um, you know, there, there being all these calamities and wars and threats, and every time there would be a lot of people that would get up and believe that, you know, we needed to take something from someone or that we had to fix this or we had to, um, you know, expose the evil and those kind of things. And, um, and what I've, and today is absolutely no exception with COVID. This is only, uh, I don't know if it's actually increased. Honestly, I want to say that, don't we all? But it's probably about the same as it's always been. There's always this option to be terrified and afraid of the times we're living in. That maybe this is the end. Maybe this is all. And, um, and Jesus is saying, listen, everything that you see, that temple there, it will fall to the ground. Um, every man-made institution will fail. You will see it happen. The kingdom will continue to advance, and you will always have this face-to-faceness between you and I that will keep you safe at all times, no matter what's going on. And if you can read these scriptures, what Jesus is really doing is he's kicking fear in the face you know, the perfect love that God is, is very, very visible right here. It's casting out fear. Perfect love it's cast out fear. That's just what it does when it's present and it casts out fear. It doesn't create fear. It doesn't ingrain fear and want fear all deep in you and your bones. It says, forsake worry. Let my love, let my plan absolutely envelop you and help you feel safe and loved and cared for. I will never forget you. I'll never forsake you. All those promises are true while he's sharing this information. And says, listen, there will be hard times, especially for those that are, you know, just absolutely pregnant with the realities that are here like they just want this new thing to happen and 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 sometimes that it is devastating and believe me I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience um, when you want something really bad you just feel like oh man everything is hinging on this thing and then it just slips away from you and you see it kind of fade away Interestingly enough, some of us have had this experience too. When it finally does remove itself completely, you're left with the face-to-faceness. You're like, wow, I lost everything I thought, but you know, I, I have you, and that means I have everything. And that's what Jesus is explaining. He's saying, listen, my children, the ones I cared deeply about, the ones I'm investing my heart and my desires in. All of the children of the kingdom, all those who are here to hear me and to see me, I want to speak to you that there is enough for you. So practice with me this face-to-faceness. The mirror Bible version here is explaining, this is your safe place. 
Let it cast out your fears. Let it in deep. Let Jesus in so deeply. And then some of us, we need to, we have to renounce some of the fear that we partner with. That's where it becomes a problem, when we make partnerships with it. You know, the Jews, they wanted um, the Messiah to come and kill all the Romans. And today we see Christians that just really want to take back and kill off all the bad guys. And it just depends on what political party they're of or whatever. And But that's never the way of Jesus Christ. Jesus has fought all the wars for us. He has invited us into his finished work. So allowing him to come in may mean that you need to renounce some of that. If that's true for you, then do that now. I renounce the fear that I've accepted that what I need is something that I don't currently have. And say this to Jesus. If you can picture his face, do that. Say, Jesus, you are enough for me. Jesus, you are enough for me. See, all I need is you. And as you do that, keep saying that. Say, all I need is you. Jesus, you are enough. Make these declarations. Renounce fear. Renounce the, I'm going to get mines. <laughs> Renounce the, uh, we're going to take this back. You have everything you need. And the point is that everything may pass away, but your identity is not in those things. Regimes will fall, countries will fall, organizations will fall, but you still have everything you need, you have enough, and as you absorb Jesus' enough, his face to face enough, his wholeness, his fullness, his sozo, his, his healing, as you just begin to receive that let it chase off every money changer that has made its way inside of you maybe the thing that you've hated you've become you become that thing inside and that's not going to be okay for you let Jesus come and rescue you from that And believe me, I'm speaking from someone 
that has had these experiences where I've had to let Jesus come in and love the fear out of me. Come and have your way, Lord. Come and have your way. All I need is you, Jesus. All I need is you. Let the fear go. Let it go. And tell him, tell him, Jesus, I, all I need is you. I have you. I'm looking at you now. You are mine. I am yours. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are all I've ever needed. Jesus, I have you. You have me. You're all I've ever needed. Jesus, Jesus. More Jesus, more Jesus, more Jesus. Just begin to love Jesus with everything in you. Cry out to him. Pour out your heart. Bend the knee of your heart before the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega. Nothing is higher or above. No name, nothing in this age or in the age to come will ever get between you and him. He is all that we need. Amen, amen, amen. If you're still struggling with fear, I want you to begin to just to press into to this moment with Jesus. Say, Jesus, are there any lies I'm believing about you? that he told you, of course. But what I want you to do is renounce that with your mouth. Say, I renounce. And repeat the lie he shared with you. The one, Whether you sensed it, whether you felt it, whether you saw it. Renounce the lie. And then I want you to exchange it for the truth. Say, Jesus, tell me what the truth is. Declare that truth. If you've never really been able to hear something on this uh, podcast, I, I just want to take a second 
for those. Maybe you've listened to this a few times, but you really just haven't been able to break through. Ask Jesus if you're believing that you can't hear him during these podcasts. If you hear yes, then ask him if there's any lies you're believing about yourself. For those of you who are just struggling to release this fear, ask Jesus, Jesus, is there any lie I'm believing about myself? So we're all asking Jesus, Jesus, is there any lie I'm believing about myself? Whether you sense, feel, or see something in your imagination or anywhere, you just Begin to put it into words the best you can. It's not important that it's perfect. It's important that it's real. Just renounce it. Say, I renounce that. And put it into words. I renounce. Begin to forgive yourself. Begin to forgive... Uh, anyone you need to release yourself uh, from any judgments you've made bless yourself bless anyone else you need to release them from the judgments you've made feel fear losing its grip? I want you to ask Jesus, what do I need to know about myself today, right now? Ask Jesus for a prophetic word about your future. Now you, we all have um, maybe some different ideas about the prophetic. Um, a, just a border 
definition of what I believe you're looking for here is the edification piece. It, it, and that word means to build up like a building, the edifice. Edification. And this is Paul's uh, explanation of what the prophetic is. Now it's supernatural. It's not a guess. It's something that comes to you. Sometimes we just have to wait for it. Just wait. You may get a picture. You may um, sense something. Anyway, see it, feel it. Um, when you feel something, you're going to begin to interpret that. Do your best and ask Jesus for clarity if you don't understand. When you see something, again, you, you need to interpret it. And um, you're just asking Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me to interpret this. And so let's ask again, and then I'll be silent for a while, and you can just spend some time with Jesus. Ask Jesus. Jesus, I, I'd love to have a prophetic word from you about my future. That's right, you can do this.
awesome. I hope you got some good stuff, some good nuggets. Make sure that you write those down and continue to sort them out, especially if you've got questions. Jesus has answers. Holy Spirit wants to counsel you. Be blessed. Do not leave a victim. And leave the fear alone. Be blessed. Be worry-free. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news. He is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. AbundantEncounters.com The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.